This is it. The one year anniversary of Certified Mama's Boy. Wow. Wow. That's crazy, right? Remember when we first started this thing? We're going to get into it today on the show a little bit more, but I just want to just take this all in for one second. As we start today's show, one year ago, we sat down and just started this crazy, janky podcast. And then here we are. That is really appreciative. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day. We uh, we live, we laugh, we love my mom. We've been doing it now for a year, officially. Uh, we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Here we are, the one-year anniversary of Certified Ooh. Mama's Boy. Wow, that's crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> Crazy, so yeah. awesome, crazy. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, this time a year ago, we would have been sitting down to probably record our third show. If you don't remember, we released three, the first three episodes were actually released on the first day. Uh, we had a we had an episode of just kind of me and my mom going, and then we had an episode of what happened over at Channel 933, and then we had an episode where I um, was talking about Victoria from The Bachelor. So three episodes in one day dropped. And uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a crazy time, man. That was a really crazy time to i had so much doubt i mean i would sit here and just really i mean it took a long time for me to even get the courage up to do this you know like would you right. guys actually follow me over to a podcast like you're just used to hearing me on the radio like and mm-hmm. could i even do a long form show i mean we had done the uncensored podcast but could i do a long form show every single day um, I mean, it's, it's been, it has been, it's been a challenge, but wow, a year later, we're still doing it, which is <laughs> more than most podcasts so can say, you know, crazy, yeah. it's so crazy. You think you were doubtful. Oh well, yeah. I'm sure you had to be. Mercy. Let's go back to that first phone call. If you don't know the, the story of the origin of certified mama's boy, it started because I got let go from channel 933 and pretty abruptly like i didn't i had no idea didn't see it coming from a mile away right mm-hmm. uh and which is that am i saying that right couldn't see it coming from a mile away it'd be hard uh-huh. to see something coming from a mile away uh-huh. i could have seen it coming or couldn't have seen no, it coming you couldn't have seen it coming from a mile away i mean there's a lot of mm-hmm. things you couldn't see coming okay right anyway. most things <laughs> oh i see okay so um i i got let go and then i text jeff dollar because i'm like maybe i should just start a podcast just for fun you know like because i'm gonna have some time in between these radio jobs it's never as easy as just like popping up the next some people do but very rarely just pop back up on the you know your next radio station and then uh yeah so he was the one he was the the guy man he was the guy that said listen i you better get your butt out of bed we got to get to work and because he was jeff is a, a marketing genius he is a um he's really good at oh what's the word i'm looking for um capturing audience's attention. Like he's always mm. been, he's always been the king of that. Like when he was on the radio with Bert and Jen and, um, uh, who am I from? Melissa over in Atlanta, they were like just so good about getting attention. So I knew if anybody could figure this out, it'd, it'd be this guy. So I basically <laughs> just said, whatever he says, I'm going to go with it. Cause I'm sure it's going to be pretty genius. So that's when we came up with the idea of the, the text line of saying, Hey, listen, if you want to, you want to know the real story of what happened to cha- channel 933, you just need to text this number. Mm-hmm. And that's when we collected, you know, 10,000. I remember <laughs> our, our goal was, I think if we were like, if we can get a couple hundred people to text in, <laughs> right. 
then we might be able to have a podcast here. You know, we may have mm-hmm. enough people interested enough to listen. Like, like, cause the question was like, did anyone truly care that yeah. I wasn't there anymore? You know, yeah. because yeah. you never know, like you don't know how, I mean, I, I felt like I had a great connection with people in San Diego, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. And so then when, um, we got, uh, we started, I mean, I remember watching, I posted that post on Instagram and I just started watching it come in and, Throughout the next day, it just started rolling in. And all of a sudden, we had like 10,000 people. We had over 10,000 people so text in. crazy. And so at that point, we were like, well, then I guess like we got to do something with it. You know, if there's 10,000 right. people that want to hear a story. I might as well do something with it. And I'd seen Jess, uh, Jeff's success with the podcast. And I was like, all right, let me, I'm just going to mirror what he did. Let me see if I can recapture this, you know. That, and, and then, of course, I, I didn't do it for like six weeks. I was nervous. Mm-hmm. And then I called my mom up because I was just brainstorming ideas. I was like, what can I do? I was like, what can I talk about? That's not, I'm not really good at anything other than just kind of talking about my life, sharing my life. It's all I've done for 15 years, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, there's a million, cause like, I, I, I like the bachelor, but I was like, there's a million bachelor podcast. So mm-hmm. like, what else, what else do I have? that's like unique. I'm like, my mom, I got my mom. She's unique. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And so that's when I call old Nancy Yancey up. Remember that phone call, mom? I do. How'd that go? I was like, you call me up and you said, well, I think I'm going to do the podcast. And I said, okay, great. What are you going to do? And you said, I'm going to do it with you. <laughs> and, and I said, me? And, and you said, yeah, why not? And I was like, uh, I know nothing about doing a podcast. <laughs> what is it you would want me to do? And he said, oh, you just have to do a quote every day, just like you send me in a text every morning. That's all. Just have a quote, a couple of minutes. And I said, oh, well, that's interesting. I suppose I could do that. If you think it's worth trying, yeah. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Next thing I know, we're at Jeff Dollar's studio, and I'm like, "What are we doing?" And yeah. you said, "Oh yeah, we're going to record the opening and the and the end." And I'm like, "Okay, let's it's do it." Pretty wild, man. It's been a pretty pretty wild ride we've been on for the last uh, the last year trying to figure this show out. You know what I mean? It has been. It's been uh, crazy. Yeah. So then it was. Um, it was just. I mean, there was a lot of. It's funny because when I put this podcast or when I started, you know, teasing the podcast, it mm-hmm. caused a lot of tension between me and my ex coworkers. Um, mm-hmm. they were not very happy about the idea. Well, cause like you don't want to see, I felt like they just didn't want to see me be successful with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were, because typically when somebody gets let go from a radio station, like that's their, that's their outlet. And then I'm an outlet. Like what can they do? Right. Like what right. are you going to do? What are you yes. going to do? Right. Exactly. And I think that like that made them a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we just had to kind of, I mean, I didn't, I didn't do it well, but I just had to keep my head down, kind of yes. keep all the, all the bullshit out of my, my ears pretty much in my head and like yes. just kind of barrel through. And we, I sat here and I promise you every episode used to take us. <laughs> oh man. I would work on these episodes. Pro- I mean, from like two, probably from like 2 PM to about 8 p.m., about six hours an episode I would spend. Mm-hmm. Uh, just trying to edit everything just right and get everything, all this. We had all these sound effects and clips, and mm-hmm. uh, I was looking up, I was just content after content after content, and um, <laughs> just just time after time, we just, it's almost like just, we got our flow down now, and now here we are, the 249th <laughs> episode. I wish it was 250, but whatever. The 249th Aww. episode of Certified Mama's Boy, but we've done a total of, 
Uh, let me see. I'll give you the exact number. How many a total podcast that we have done? Th- actually, today is our three hundredth episode. So that's wow. cool. Yeah. Wow, that's very cool. We've done three hundred episodes of Certified Mama's Boy, and oh, that oh man is so amazing. And it's it's <laughs> incredible. All, it's literally all thanks to you. Um, I am. I will always be so grateful for this podcast. I will always be so grateful for this community that we've built. It's such a mm. weird thing that we've done here if you think about it because yes. we've we've really found a community that i mean we don't really have a lot in common typically podcasts it's like it's a, here's a podcast about tools or something you know like, <laughs> right. i like tools so i'm listening to this podcast I mean, this podcast literally is just people that have kind of followed me around the country and been mm-hmm. somewhat interested in my story yeah and um have for some, whatever reason for whatever reason you still mm-hmm. like me and so we mm-hmm. you show up and you support this podcast and I will be forever grateful. I mean, for anyone that's mm-hmm. ever supported my career, I'm always thankful. You know, anyone's ever been a radio listener. But for the people that came over here and are really untested, untried situation, especially when I was down, because I was so yes. depressed when I first started, you know, like it yes. wasn't, I was not in the headspace to really, you know, be, I didn't come into this at my strongest for sure. Mm-hmm. I would say I came as a, probably one of my weakest moments. Yeah. And the show has just, I mean, it's, it's changed and it's morphed and I've moved and we've recorded episodes from, you know, from the phone in my bed and like, just, y- mm-hmm. it's just, you, and you're still here. Mm-hmm. And for that, so freaking thankful for you. Yes. And for you, too. mom, I mean, the fact that you just wanted to hop on here and <laughs> do a podcast when we, you know, you're just a mom. <laughs> I'm just your mom. Yeah, that's, that's all. it. That's, that's it. Wh- that's what I do best. I'm mom. Yeah. So it's uh, it's been such a crazy journey. I'll never I, I'll never forget this experience. It's, it's even surreal mm-hmm. to think about sometime. And to Jeff Dollar, to anyone that's ever listened, to my mom, mm-hmm. uh, to Podcast Magazine that's been super supportive of our show. I'm really thankful for them. Anybody and our, that's ever all of put, our sponsors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every single sponsor. Bear and Bloom oh, was the first yeah. one to the table before we even started looking for advertisers. Yes. Bugs came on right after that before we were even looking for advertisers. And then since then, I mean, we've had just tons of national advertisers, you know, 10, 12 plus maybe more than that advertisers mm-hmm. to hop on the podcast. Mm-hmm. They've kind of trusted us to do that. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man, I'm just feeling super grateful today, even though it's a rainy, mm-hmm. cloudy, shitty day. Uh, I'm still feeling in Baltimore. I'm, it's beautiful yes. here in Georgia. Well, good. You, you guys enjoy your beautiful weather. It's crappy here today. We are. Um, but there you go. Here we are. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we were trying to hit, I honestly had not even looked at the numbers. I'm a, I don't think we hit the million downloads mm-hmm. because I was, I was really having to come to terms with that this week. I was hoping that we could hit the 1 million downloads of certified mama's boy in one year, which would have been a huge, a huge, uh, almost ridiculous goal for us to hit. Right. Yes. Um, but let me see as of today. Yeah. Really we want to know. We have hit, after one year of Certified Mama's Boy, we have hit da, 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 nine, uh, 932, we'll say 933,000 downloads. 933, wow. that's funny. Coincidence? I know. <laughs> I think not. Uh-uh. Um, no. 933,000 downloads in a year of Certified wow. Mama's Boy. So That is not too shoddy. With all that said, thank mm. you so much. But yeah, yeah, so I had to come to terms with that because, you know, we never once have we not reached a goal I think that we've aimed to hit. This one I knew was going to be pretty lofty just because mm-hmm. December really screwed us, to be honest with you. If it wasn't for December, we didn't take two weeks off. 
Right. We, we probably would have hit it. Yes. Um, but it's fine. Uh, no, but I was like, you know we what? We needed downtime. No, for sure. Uh, you know what, though? I, I, The way I'm like rationalizing in my head now is that we can have something else to celebrate soon. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I think we should be celebrating the 900,000. I mean, my goodness. Oh, for gracious. sure. But then that we hit a million. Phenomenal. That'll be another like another milestone. Of course, we, oh, hit, we, yeah. we celebrate and a year so- today. And then, you know, probably I would say... <laughs> Uh, less than a month's time, we'll hit um, we'll hit our million mark, and then we can celebrate that too. How about by June third? Mm. Uh, that should that's be possible. A, yeah, that's oh, a yeah. special day. Mm-hmm. I'm just it's gonna a let very organically special happen. Day. And we'll just see. But thank you to all of you who have really been downloading like fools. Yes, I mean I know so many of you have kept your stuff on all night. You've gone on every every outlet you can and. It's just been wonderful. It's been great. Thank yeah, you been... all for all your efforts and all you do for us. You mean so much to us. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so let's move back on with normal show stuff. Okay. Let's let's go back to another episode of My Dog is an A-hole because Oh no. Yeah, the one the one year anniversary, we're still going to talk about my dog being an A-hole over here. <laughs> um I, in case you don't know, I've got a chihuahua. Her name is Kiki. She's 11 and a half. Uh, she, poor thing. I mean, she's old number one, but she is also, um, she's on four different medications for her heart because she's got a heart defect. Right. So those, those make her have to pee. Mm -hmm. Now I get it. The problem is I know that she knows that she's supposed to pee on the pee pads if we're inside. Mm-hmm. I know she does because if I'm sitting in the living room, she'll mm-hmm. do it every damn time. <laughs> Never once does that dog have an accident if I'm sitting out there. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, if I'm not out there, every now and then she's going to have an accident. So it was weird because I came mm-hmm. in and I was yesterday. I was like looking at the rug and I was like, "Oh, there's a, a yellow spot. She must have peed. Let me go go clean that up." And as I'm kind of scrubbing it, I was like, "You know what? I should like flip the rug over." Because mm. she's had a couple of different accidents, you know. I just want to make sure that, like, because the floors here are kind of cheap. It's like the the fake wood, you know, and they kind yes. of the, the plastic comes Laminate. up from it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was like, let me just make sure that, like the the floor is okay underneath here. So I flip it over, and y'all, this looked like a minefield. <laughs> oh no! There were so many pee spots on this rug, <laughs> no. and then like all the smell came with it. Like it was just like this wafting oh, no. pee smell came right into my nose. Time like, to get oh, a new rug. My God. Well, okay. So this is my problem. Here's my problem: is this I'm not going to be able to stop her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's just nothing I'm going to be able to do to stop her. But I also like don't want to live, and I bet parents have to feel this way too. We <laughs> don't just want to live in this child. I'm talking about kids, mm-hmm. like this, like child chamber. You know, like you want to have probably a somewhat decent house to live in, right? Not just I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe your house has to turn into it. Well, I mean, how did you handle that? Because you were an interior decorator. But like, yeah, but no, the, I wanted y'all to live in the house. I don't and want I, Kiki to live in my house. I, I hope, want her just and to I chill. Hope you did. You don't remember if you did or not? I don't. It's been so long. I don't mm, know. I mean, I, I don't think, remember. Yes, like we, I mean, we, we, had, in our we house. had like nice furniture, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Um. So, so here's my issue. Okay, is that I mean it's it's a lot. It's and I don't know how I don't see it on the front side, like on the top. Mm-hmm. I don't see pee stains. I don't know why. I just don't. Hmm. Um, it's only when I turn it over, I'm like, oh my god, there's so many pee stains on this rug. Oh, god. So I realized, and I was actually kind of excited when I saw this the other day. I was I was driving over um, by past this dry cleaner, and they said that they had a 
uh, dry cleaning service for or a cleaning service for area rugs. You would just drop your area rug off, and in a mm. week's time, they'd have your rug cleaned for you. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I didn't know they even offered that. Mm. What what might that cost? You think? You know, mm. I, I was expecting because I didn't think clean comforters for what twenty five bucks. Okay, all right, you know, mm. about the same yeah. size. You know, yeah. probably. I was thinking maybe 50 bucks. I got 50 bucks on it. Okay. I'd say maybe a hundred, but I bet you they look at those stains and they won't touch it. So I, I call over there today and I'm like, hey, uh, I saw the sign in your window that said you guys do area rugs. He's like, oh yeah, area rugs, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, you know, pet stains. He's like, I don't really know, to be honest with you about pet stains. We, we Everything they, they do, they ship off, right? So they ship it off and a uh-huh. company comes and picks them up and brings them back. Uh-huh. Um, and I... Um, so I was, I was like, okay, cool. I was like, how much is he? He's like, it's only only two fifty a square foot. And I was like, oh wow, it's pretty cheap. Okay, cool. Uh, thanks so much. Talk to you later. I hung the phone up. I started doing the math in my head. I'm like, it's uh-huh. an eight by ten rug. How many square? Girl. I'm like, wait, that means that's eighty square 80. feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> eighty square feet at two hundred fifty uh, two dollars and fifty cents is two hundred dollars. Uh huh. This rug, I think, cost me $120. I was going so, to say, you didn't pay that much for that no, rug. That's not going to be an option. I think uh, you're just going to have to replace your rug. But the, here's the thing. is like she's just – but she's going to pee all over. I'm not going to be able to stop her. I even bought pee spray, <laughs> like anti-pee spray. It's supposed <laughs> to like tell your dog like not to pee here. She doesn't uh-huh. give a shit. She'll just do whatever she wants. She'll mm-hmm. literally just do whatever she wants. And well, I just have to accept that after 11 and a half years – Yes. And just being a, uh, you know, old codgety, codgety, crotchety, crotchety, whatever (laughs) word you want to use, old codger. She's just going to do whatever she is. It's basically like my dad, you know, like you're not going to tell him what to do. He's just going to do whatever he wants. So it's a pretty similar feeling, I feel like, right? Oh, man. Well, why don't you not have a rug? Because I don't think the room looks as good. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want it just to be a quote unquote kid proof kind of house, you know, Mm -hmm. just so that Kiki is contained like i'd rather put her in a crate or something you know no. than to i don't want to have to do that either so no. i don't know i i um uh, i got this idea and i don't know if you, what you think about this or not but um you can go and you can rent those rug doctors because i don't also want to like hire a cleaning company to come in just to clean a rug either right you know what i mean right it'll so be 200 dollars. yeah probably mm-hmm. so that you can rent those rug doctors you know uh-huh. have, you ever, have you ever rented one of those before mm, i don't think so i don't think i have either um, I mean the th- the ones at the grocery store. At the grocery store, yeah. But no, I, don't know, I don't know how good those things are, though. You know what I mean? Uh, like I don't no, know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. So I don't know. That's I. If you got any any recommendations of how to really, and I'm not talking about one piece staying, guys. I mean, I'm talking about. I mean, it is like whoa. Like it's gonna take a full. It needs to take not only that, but she rubs her butt on it all the time. So I'm I'm like I need to really give this thing a deep clean if I'm gonna do it. But I'm just not sure. And don't tell me Ruggable either because a lot of people tell me Ruggable. Have you heard of Ruggable, Mom? No. Ruggable is like a washable. Um, basically, it's like a rug and then like you just like rip the top part of the rug off and then you can oh. wash that part. Like that part's like a – Oh. Yeah, which is pretty That's cool pretty- in theory. Mm-hmm. But they're like $600. Oh. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to pay $600 for a rug because all the styles are super trendy on there. And so I, mm-hmm. it was like I want – in a year's time, it will look all out of date. So I'm not going to pay six hundred dollars for a rug. Anyway, uh, if you got any recommendations, especially for the podcast family that's got dogs, like we're always kind of looking for these tricks. And I'm sure there's somebody yes. that knows something. So there we yes. go. <laughs> all right, mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay, it's about friendship because I'm so happy that we have so many wonderful friends on this podcast, and I think that has been. Part of the delight for me in doing this is not only chatting with you every day, but to 
to just savor all the relationships we've made. Yeah. Um, so it's from Anna Snin, and she wrote, Each friend represents a world in us, a world possibly not born until they arrive, and it is only by this new meeting that a new world is born. And I feel like that's what's happened on this podcast, that there's been a new world created yeah. for us with all of these wonderful people that listen and give us feedback and join us on our Facebook page. I mean, I feel so connected to these folks. Yeah, um, my mom was just saying uh, before we started recording today, because I don't I don't know. I know that you, you do this. I, I swear if I told my mom to, you know, go rob a <laughs> bank for me, she probably would do it. Um, so I, I never really knew like how you felt. Hmm. And I honestly haven't asked you because I don't want you to stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, afraid to but, ask. But you genuinely, you really, I mean, this is your first time. I mean, to me, this is a very intimate situation, right? Like it's mm-hmm. a very intimate thing that we are creating here. Yes. Um, but it's, I'm very used to having these relations. This is what what's so hard about radio is because you build these relationships with people, right? Mm-hmm. Like you share mm-hmm. your life, they share your life with, with you and you've got this very intimate relationship and then a company comes in and pulls some bullshit and then you're gone mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, you just lose that connection. It hurts. That's really honestly yes. what hurts the most about, about radio jobs is yes. like, it's, it's like so painful mm-hmm. because you do, I mean, I truly genuinely, every single one of you, mm-hmm. I feel so connected with. I mean, I do. I feel like even if we never even talked, I feel like we, you have seen, you have seen parts of me like I've never shared with anybody before and any, Mm -hmm. on any platform for any reason whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, how did, how did you feel about this? This is your first time doing anything like this. Ah, That's for sure. And probably my last. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I've enjoyed have been the relationships. Yeah, uh, that we formed. I mean, I love all the DMs. I love all the posts. I, I just feel connected to the listeners. Right, and it's just it's just really enriched my life. I'm very honored to um, be a part of this. Yeah. So well. I told. So as I told you, until you need someone professional, <laughs> then I'm here. <laughs> I don't think you give yourself enough credit. You kind of hopped right into this, you know. And- <laughs> It took, it took um, a glass of wine a day for you to get the first couple episodes down, but it did. I drank for the first six months. Yeah, but I feel steady. like you you kind of just <laughs> hopped right into this role, and then and you're you're kind of. But uh, but that's the thing. That's and that's so interesting. Is everyone read that quote one more time? I, re- I really I, I really that's a great one for a one year. Yes, it is. It is. Each friend represents a world in us, a world possibly not born until they arrive. And it's only by this meeting that a new world is born. Yeah. And it's a new world. This is certainly a new world for me. Yeah. And it's really a new world for you. Absolutely. One that we never had before, you know, and and, and, and if it wasn't for whatever weird circumstance that brought us together. Yes. You know, like think about that. I was just some guy on the radio. You turned on the, you probably, most people listen to this podcast. I was probably some guy, you just happened to turn on the radio and now here you are over on a podcast. Like, wow, <laughs> like how that happened. And we've really shared some moments. You found me from Jeff and Callie's pod, just some guy that came on there being like, I'm, I'm down on my luck. Like you didn't, you know, and then just by that one chance instance, mm-hmm. but that's like with all your friendships, you have no idea that when you meet somebody, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy to think about this kind of stuff. Like it makes my mind start going. Yes. Like when you meet somebody, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like everybody, well, that every single relationship person. can go and the no potential idea. that it has. Absolutely. Even people that you think you have nothing in common with, and indeed you may not, sometimes end up being your very best friends. Yeah, absolutely. So I know we've said it enough, but I want to make sure that we're very clear that we are very thankful for this cool community that we've built and for everything that you've done to get us to that one year mark, you know, Yes, absolutely. Uh, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited for the next year for all of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll actually get out and do some things and have something to talk about. I can hardly wait. <laughs> well, yeah, we did it in the middle of, middle of the pandemic, too. That's a, right, exactly. that's a tricky thing about it, right? But honestly, too, I don't know that we would have had the same. It's almost like we all were going through that same. Cause we started this podcast. You know, this was a week mm-hmm. after pretty much everything had shut down. Right. And even though it was in the works, um, yeah. We had no idea when we started thinking about the idea of doing a podcast that like we were all going to be stuck at home mm-hmm. and you didn't have the same schedule, you know, right. you didn't have the same thing and you you honestly didn't have me for a while. And I, I know mm-hmm. that like for me, it gave me a lot of comfort knowing that I could connect with you again, uh, especially through such a scary time. It just felt yes. nice knowing like, okay, wow, we're, we're all connected again. So yes. Anyway, we're and we've all walked each other through and continuing to just be on our journey together. And it's just so rich. So I just bless all of you and I love you all so much. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Ask my mom here in a couple of seconds. That ain't going to change in the year two. <laughs> uh, today, our podcast is brought to us by BetterHelp. I will say BetterHelp has been one of our, our most consistent advertisers on the show. I'm super, super thankful for them. Um <laughs> I remember just a quick joke is Jeff Dollard joke. He was like, man, just do, just do a podcast about mental health and you can just have better help sponsor you the whole time. Oh. I was like, <laughs> he wasn't wrong. They were here. They were That's here. Right. They pitched better help and they were here. So super <laughs> thankful for, uh, for better help. And I, not only because, I mean, it's gotten me through some crazy times too, but I'm just super thankful that they've, they've been here to support the podcast too. And they're here to support you as well. Whatever's interfering with your happiness right now, you know, if there's something that's maybe, keeping you from achieving your goals, you may need some professional help to get there. And right now it's really hard to get out of the house. And I mean, even before the pandemic, it was a huge pain in the ass to get connected with a therapist. I mean, it was, you know, like Mm -hmm. I've told the story before about how I, when I was after I take the Molly and I was in that huge depression state, it it was going to be like months until I could talk to somebody about how bad my depression and my anxiety was. It was terrible. Like just trying to find somebody was really hard. No more with better help. Um, you can be connected with a professional therapist in about 24 hours. You guys can be talking. So like, boom, just like that. You're on with somebody. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationship issues, sleeping problems, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or self-esteem. All of these are things you can start working through and more, by the way. Whatever it is you're going through, I promise you they're great. I, I work with Miss Pam now. She's great. Dr. Jag was great. Uh, so many people using BetterHelp that they are now recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Start living a happier life today or just when you need them. I'm going to say that too because you may not need a therapist right now, but something may pop up in your life and you're like, God, I really need somebody to talk to. Hope you'll think about BetterHelp when that happens. You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. Mom, are you there? I am. I just saw you text the text group, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can multitask now. I'm an experienced podcaster. You're a year in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got it down. <laughs> I don't even That's need a glass funny. of wine now. I know. Look at you. <laughs> 
Uh, today's <laughs> podcast also brought to you by friends over at Take Care. You, you, you got a you got a second. I'll just do this one. Kara, uh, mom, did you get care of or no? I did. Yeah, care yes. of is really cool. Uh, care of is uh, it's basically like meeting with a nutritionist because you're like, what supplements do I need to take? Like, what does my body need? And like, you know, you go to Target and you get your multivitamin, but that's not enough because our, all, all of our bodies need different things uh, depending on like where your levels of things are and your goals and achievements. Well, mm-hmm. taking care of holistic online quiz is like kind of getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist without even leaving your house. And then you get personally tailored approach to your unique health needs. Like I put on there like – they were in some of the things like I already had, cause I've, I've met with a nutritionist, you know, a couple of times, mm-hmm. but there's some things that I didn't even know. And they recommended them. And I tried them one for stress, one for sleep. And that's really, it's done great. Plus some protein. Cause I said, I want to work out more vegan protein too. So mm. it's cool. Uh, and then you can, you can pick from the recommendations or adjust the pack anytime. And they just come to you in these little pouches that are cool because you just, you don't have a thousand different, uh, containers you got to open up. It's like, maybe you'll get three supplements and every day there's a little pouch packet of three supplements you just rip it open mm-hmm. down it with some water and you're good to go uh super thankful for them for being on the podcast on our one year anniversary 50 percent off your first order go to takecareof.com enter code kramer 50 it's takecareof.com code kramer 50 for you to uh to get 50 percent off your first order and i know a lot of people know who dante was one person they got who else or somebody else Carissa, I think, was the other one um, who's who's I tried it. I, I, I know yeah. many of you guys have. I just I, that's off the top yes. of my head. Anyway, take care of slash Kramer. All right, we get to ask my mom here in a couple seconds. Uh, certified fans, man, here we are. One year, it's crazy, oh, right? Oh wow, so wow, crazy! Wow, wow, yeah. <laughs> certified fans. I remember when we. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because we worked hard. I worked hard behind the scenes to get the certified fans program ready. And then I had to basically put a halt to it because it was right during the George Floyd stuff. Like the protest had just happened. Yeah. And I was like, man, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't mm-hmm. feel right. I'd be like, can you support my podcast right now? Mm-hmm. So we, um, uh, that's when we decided, well, I'm like, listen, all the first month we'll donate to Black Lives Matter. So that's what we did that first month. And then, that's wonderful. Um, you know, since then you guys have, you've been super loyal, super consistent. So we just really appreciate you. It's people that can donate $5 a month to the podcast. And we just love to give you a little extra attention, a little extra love, some discounts and perks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, merch discounts. You get uh, whoop whoops. You get to be on our, our certified fans, Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is super cool community. And uh, yeah, so hopefully you'll, you'll consider it. If you've got five extra bucks sitting around, it's like, 30 something. It's like, I forget 16 cents a day or something. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, just text the word fans F A N S. Come on on our one year anniversary. Let's see if we can get some new certified fans going for the show. Just text the word fans F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. That'd be awesome. We have no new certified fan today, but when we don't, we go back and we'd like to give a bonus whoop whoop to someone that has been listening. Uh, mom, Mm-hmm. Here we go. On our one year anniversary, what number mm. do you want to go to? Should I go high or should I go low? It's up to I you. I kind of want to go back to some of the early ones. Okay. That have been so gracious to be here. And we know that the first one was your aunt, Charlene. No, dad first. Oh, dad first. And then no, my aunt Charlene. Charlene. Yep. Yeah. And okay. then Tim Toller's wife. <laughs> yeah. And then Elizabeth. Elizabeth. No, we, yeah. Elizabeth. And then, yeah. and then Queen Pam over in South Carolina. Oh, so yeah. Queen my Pam. Friend, then, and then Jody. Jody. Yeah. 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 Let's move on down to number 10. Who was lucky number 10? Our 10th certified fan. You know her well, Margaret H. 
Oh, over in Duluth, Georgia. Oh, that touches my heart so much. Over in Duluth, Georgia, certified fan yes, number Margaret, 10. I love her so much. Yeah. So, Such a uh, sweet fan. She's followed you, honestly, since she went on radio. Yeah, I know it. Forever. It's amazing. Forever. And she was, we, uh, she went to my church. Yes. Yeah, the, the running joke with this podcast when we first started was only my parents' friends. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the podcast and call because that's really what, what it'd be for a lot. My mom's neighbors would call, like they, um, <laughs> from my church would randomly call. People from my dad's friends would just they call. It was like the only people call my parents. It was really kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, she. I mean, we went to we went to church together, and here we still are. Here we are, thirty oh, some odd no. years later. She's so faithful together. and so wonderful. It's very cool. Hmm. All right, whoop whoop. Here we okay, go. Okay, here we go for sweet Margaret. Whoop. Whoop, so grateful for your faithfulness all these years. Yep. And um, if you, um, I think we need to give a whoop whoop to all of our certified fans mm. today because, you know, this is here. It's a big, it's a big show. It's a big one. It so it is. It whoop. is. I'm going to give a triple whoop whoop. Okay. Because for it's, everybody. 300, it's 300, right? 300. So one, one for every hundred. Okay. Here we go. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Fabulous. There you go. All right. <laughs> so text the word fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer8. Uh, we appreciate that. Mm. Uh, all right, mom. Mm. Let's get into Ask My Mom. Here we Ready? go. Okay. It's an advice segment that we do uh, twice a week. If you've got, you got a question you want to run by your podcast family, uh, you know, something maybe you're just mentally thinking about, it may not be serious enough for better help. So you just are like, hey, I'll, uh, I'll just run it past, past the podcast fam. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Run it past us. You can always email me. That, it's that guy Kramer at gmail.com or you can um, DM me on Instagram. I'm that guy Kramer. Mm-hmm. All right, mom, here we go. Here we go on our one year anniversary. I am madly in love with a guy. We've been together for two years and have been talking about marriage. I'm pretty sure that he's close to asking me. I think he's just waiting to make sure it's all clear to plan and schedule the wedding. The problem is my best friend. We've been tight since third grade. I moved into town and she was the only person at school that made me feel welcome. We hit it off and have been close for more than 20 years. We tell each other everything. I've always known she doesn't like my boyfriend. We talked about it a couple of times and she says it's nothing specific, but she just gets a weird vibe from him and that she just doesn't like hanging out with him or with us when he's there. I've been able to balance it until now, but when we are married, I am terrified that it will change with her. I really think staying together will have an impact on my friendship, and I don't know if it's worth it. I love her so much, and I love him too. I'm afraid I can't have both. How should I handle this? Oh, That sucks. That really does. That's so hard. Uh, I when I started dating that first girl after my marriage, uh, her best friend didn't like me either. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out that actually her best friend had feelings for her, but it's fine. Um, so that's mm-hmm. a little bit different, but it sucked because you obviously want your significant other. Oh yeah, to love your best friend and, and vice, vice versa, versa, you know. Sure. Yeah, you want it. You want it to go both ways, mm. and that's tough when you're stuck in between two people. Mom, when you and Dad were dating, were there people that didn't like him? 
I don't think so. It was a hundred years ago, I know. I don't remember anyone. Nobody was like giving you a hard time about it? No. It's like the worst. It's so bad when like you're so excited about somebody. Yes. And then you, you know, you introduce them to your friend (laughs) and your friend's like, "Eh, I don't know. It's always a hard call too, you know? Like even if if you're the friend and like you do get weird vibes, it's even weird if you like – say something about it. You know what yes. I mean? That email honestly was a lot longer. I had to chop it down because it was, it was like super long and in depth. I just wanted to like sum it up a little bit because it was, mm-hmm. it would take forever to get through it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, mm-hmm. Mom thoughts. Well, you know, I, I think this is a, a difficult situation. I think that I would have to talk to my friend though and tell her what she just told us about how much she loves her and that she doesn't want her relationship with this man that she's thinking of marrying to come in between them. Um, And I would hope that she feels strongly enough about this man if she wants to marry him that she would put him before her friend. Uh, I'd want to know more. And she said they've talked about why and that he just gives her a strange feeling. And, you know, we can always pray that that changes um, after maybe they've had a, had more opportunity to be together. Maybe she'll be the matron of honor, whatever, right. you know, in the wedding. And that they can, or that she can really grow to love him. Now, I don't know, we don't know how he feels about her. Right. Um, and it could be, you know, it could be like you say, it could be jealousy. I mean... You know, best friends are really are really tight, and that's a really sacred relationship. And sometimes, especially if that's their dominant relationship, they're afraid of losing it. Sure. So it could be it could be fear. It could honestly be just something she doesn't like about him. But right, you know, she's the one that needs to know if yeah, he's right. Sometimes for her, I mean that could happen. That's I mean. I've had situations where there have been friends that I I didn't approve of, and that's always hard because I don't know. I, I, Gina, my old co-host, actually taught me a great quote, which was, uh, "As long as you're happy, I'm happy." You know, yes. and I think that you kind of have to look into situations like that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, and, and it sounds like in your situation that you are happy. Yeah. And so there's no reason of why your friend shouldn't be happy. You know, right. I think that's a pretty, maybe not the best friend response. Mm-hmm. Because you are genuinely happy, so right. why would you let somebody squash that? Especially if you feel like you've got somebody special. I think, and it's listen, it's hard. It's much easier said than done. It's a lot easier to sit here on a podcast and talk about it than to, you know, go in and actually mm-hmm. do it. Follow I get it with it. Yes. Yeah, but I think that the more that you can separate her thoughts and your opinions. Mm-hmm. I think you could still do both successfully, but you also may have to set some boundaries with her. You know what I mean? To say, listen, like this is my, this is the person I'm marrying. Yes. Uh, And I'm, I need you to support us. And if you don't, I would still like to be friends with you, but we Mm -hmm. just can't talk about it Mm -hmm. because it's not like a, it's not a healthy relationship that you and I have right now when I'm trying to start a life with somebody over here, you know? Right. I wonder how often that happens. I don't, I'm trying to think, I mean, you didn't like my ex. I mean, did you always not like her? I didn't, I didn't always dislike her. I just, I didn't know her. Yeah. I didn't know her before you married her. Right. 
And I just um, – so we always lived in Florida, right? So right, we didn't – yeah. There'd so, be holidays or like trips and they would come down. But, you know, you right. probably spent a total of, what, 20 days with her before? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But as time went on, I began to see that uh, I, did, I didn't really feel that she was good for you. Yeah. Um, but, I I did, you, but I you, didn't tell you that, no, did you I? No, did. Yes, you did. In oh, yes, you did. No, not in the beginning. Oh, well, I told you after the fact. No, as well, as we got kind of closer, uh, I remember you. I don't remember where we were, but I remember you saying things like, "I just hope she's loving you the right way." And oh, yeah, something, 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 something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But I hope it's you're hard. getting the love you need. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a hard conversation mm-hmm. to have. Anybody been on either side of those? You've not. Li- have you not liked someone significant other or vice versa? And then how did you handle that? If you want to call us, 888-Kramer8, because I think that could be super helpful to somebody that's like sitting here being like, I need some advice on this. 888-Kramer8. And uh, we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. All right, Mom. Well, here it goes for the uh, one year. <laughs> one year ago, we were signing off for the first time. <laughs> here we are. We're still Amazing. out here. You know? Amazing. Moving on to year two. That's right. Who would have thunk it? Uh, not me. <laughs> I, I, I said I was going to give it 30 days and uh, <laughs> did 12 times that much. So. Oh, thank you all so much. We just yep. can't thank you enough. Yep. Thank you, honey, for inviting me. <laughs> you're, well, thank you for showing up and working for free. <laughs> Okay, you're Couldn't welcome. Couldn't afford anybody else, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. When you get yep. ready to get professional, don't don't be shy about dumping me. Yeah. I'll be All fine. All right, Mom. I, I love you. <laughs> okay, darling. Love you forever. All right. A year later, I think we started, well, I don't think we started with the good news, but it was one of the first things that we ever did. So you should know what's going on by this point. Uh, we're going to start today in Arizona. I used to work in Phoenix for about two years, and we got some podcast listeners from there. I'm not sure who all's in Phoenix, to be honest with you, so I don't want to start count- calling out names. Uh, but this started, this started over in Chandler. There was a woman who was just driving her one-year-old daughter, and she was stopped at a stop sign. This man with a gun got into the passenger seat and demanded that she take him over to Mesa. Which I don't know, what's that, what, 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes, depending on where, I guess. Uh, so the woman managed to actually stop at a convenience store parking lot in Chandler. And the police say that she was screaming for the man to get out of her car. Well, luckily, this bystander just happened to hear everything that was going on and rushed over to help her. He reportedly came from behind, grabbing the carjacker in a bear hug, and then pulled him out of the car. So the mom then drove away, called 911, and the Chandler police responded, and they caught the guy nearby. She was so positively, uh, positive, I'm sorry, she was able to positively identify him. And the Maricopa police says that he's been arrested and been charged with multiple things. But thank God for that stranger, you know? I mean, again, we always say, I always say, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I think I would do that. I think, I think, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, to be honest with you. I hope I would try to get us some uh, car drag. I'm sure I would. There's a baby in the car, especially, and a woman. Like, yeah, she was screaming. I'm sure I'd probably try to do something. Uh, okay. You know, there's a dog story we got to talk about. It. This one's a cool one. Um, this happened over in Ottawa, Canada. And Haley Moore, she was walking her one-and-a-half-year-old dog. And her name is Clover, by the way. And Haley fell over and had a seizure. But her pet was looking out for her and made sure that she got help. There's a video, actually, of the neighbor um, 
security camera, and it shows Clover first checking on Haley, then freeing herself from the leash, and then uh, well, was, the leash was in Haley's hand, so she freed her from that, and then went over and stopped a passing car. The driver's name is Dryden. Dryden. Dryden um, quickly got out as Clover watched closely and stayed near the owner the whole entire time. And then Dryden actually rang the nearby doorbell. Then he returned uh, to tend to Haley. And eventually Clover stopped a second car as well. So then the dog, of course, ran back and then barking at the neighbors and tried to get, uh, you know, everyone's attention. When they got back over to her, she was being treated. Oh, one other person she went actually over to and started barking at was Haley's parents' house. So then they come outside. They go. They all go over there. She's being treated by paramedics in an ambulance, and she was okay. The family isn't sure what caused the seizure, but they're comforted, and obviously knowing that Clover is protecting her. I mean, I think that's uh, – dogs are the best. You know what I mean? Your kid wouldn't do that, would they? No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, but I just – I mean, they just have this weird bond with us. You know, I don't, don't know why they're so amazing to us. We don't, we don't deserve any of it, but um, they're always the best. Okay, today we're not going to do Made Me Laugh. On the one-year anniversary, what I want to do is I want to play a video for you that somebody had sent to me a couple of weeks before I started the podcast at Steve Harvey. And I know there's got to be somebody right now listening that is on the fence about starting a new project, even if it's a hobby, because you're kind of scared of where it's going to go. And I watched this video, and this truly is what put me over the edge that I should start Certified Mama's Boy. Listen. Suppose this idea that's been burning on the inside of you Suppose you just started it today. See, and don't wait to start an idea when you can figure it all the way through because you'll never get started. You know, it, it, it cripples so many people because they think of how to start their business. Then they look all the way down the road of the loans they're going to need and they don't know nobody and they credit bad. So they stop. They never start. What would happen had you ever thought if you just started? Do the part of the business that you could do and ask God to lead you and guide you to the next step. That, that thing called faith, the belief in things that you cannot see. Suppose you just started out on faith. You just stepped out the water, stepped out the boat and stood on the water just on faith. Seeing that is rough, but just believing that he would take care of you. Just believing that he would get you through. Just believing that he would lead you to the next step start if you just start it man you would then give God something to put his finger on and to bless people say to me all the time man man Steve it seems like everything you do work man I, do you know what it is really I just lose the fear of failing and I start I don't know how to do all of this <laughs> come on man if I could have told you 10 years ago, or it, there's no way I could have told you I'd be where I am today. But if anyone had come to me and said, Steve, in 10 years, you will be doing this, that, this, that, and the other. They will recognize you here. You'll get this recognition. You'll get this award, and you'll be living like this. I'd have just looked at them like they was crazy. I really would have, man. It's not that I didn't have the faith. It's just that in my imagination, I didn't see it. I've always believed in God. I just didn't see things for myself. See, I didn't open myself up to what God had for me. 
I was just living my life based on what I could see for me. When I stopped worrying about what I could see for me and started allowing God to do what he could do for me, it changed my whole existence because I found out that God's plan was way better than mine. But you got to start something and then take the idea, the business, the journey you want to embark on and break it down inch by inch anything's a cinch just start with the piece that you can do okay you don't know how you're gonna get the loan when it's time for the loan what part can you can you design the business card can you can you get the phone line put in can you start telling people that you're associated with this is what you do now you can start somewhere you can get a gig somewhere doing something somebody will pay you for the service right now and then simplify it Take it and break it down to the lowest common denominator. Quit trying to figure it all out. Simplify it. What can I do now? That's just like breaking it down, but simplify it, man. Get it simple for you. Oh, I can't figure this out. It's too complex. It's too difficult. It's too many levels. Quit tripping on that. Do the part you can do. Do what you can do. But start, man. Just get started today. Stop delaying it. Every time you put it off, you seem further away from it, don't you? Why won't you start? Let your imagination go. Open it up. You know, if you can't imagine, God show can. He's going to do certain things for us automatically. Because he just loves us. He automatically does things for us that we take so for granted. Imagine what could happen to you. If you just gave him a little bit to work with. A year later, here we are. Number two on Podcast Magazine. So thankful for you. Have a great day. We'll see you back tomorrow starting off of year two.